brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. listening to the Mach 5 Entertainment Podcast, hosted by Don Cartagena. Tune in every week for a new episode. Good evening, it's the host of Mach 5 Entertainment. Thank you for tuning in. We've got Rayshawn Scope Kid Wilson on the Zoom. How you doing today, brother? Man, I'm well, I'm well, man. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We just knocked out part one. Now we're about to do part two. <laughs> so first question, I'm just going to jump right into it. This question is for before and during the pandemic. As a Black business owner, what are some of the obstacles, hardships that you face on a day-to-day basis and how are you combating them? Uh, you know, we're going to do a timeline of everything. Okay. Uh, when the the COVID and everything started happening. Uh, when everything happened with the COVID, it took us out of work. So as a black entrepreneur, I sought that as an opportunity to really see what my business could do. And being able to wake up in the morning, every morning, just to dedicate it to my business, it was love. Like it really, pushed me to drive to want to do my business full time. So at the beginning of next year uh, in April, I will be retiring from my job to do my business full time. And with the whole uh, pandemic, it actually brought marketing schemes um, to be better. I was able to market um, to a, a higher mass because one nobody doing nothing. So mm-hmm. my marketing was okay since you're not doing nothing you might as well get this done so it increased my business i want to say by percentage once everything started uh shutting down so of course you know we used uh the the guidelines as far as like as far as me getting the stuff you know only could treat like one or two people at a time so you know Mm -hmm. i was having one seat come in and another seat come in, and another seat come in. It was it was so going back and forth. It really allowed for me to see my full potential. And once everything started to go back into play, I didn't want to go back to work uh, just because I was enjoying being with my family. I was enjoying just having the freedom to create, to be able to 
succeed in a manner that I was not able to succeed for the last 10 years. So it actually benefited me. That's good, man. I'm glad you didn't let COVID like kick you in the stomach and put you into this depressed, crazed state. And I'm glad it didn't inhabit your ability to keep moving and work on yourself, invest in your business. I think that's what this whole COVID thing really is about. A lot of us, we just need to start over and start working for ourselves. So what is Scope Vision Customs? How was it formed and crafted? Uh, Scope Vision Customs, of course, it came from my nickname, Scope, which I got back in high school. And I just added the vision to it um, because it's just my vision is my what I see uh, product going into. So the customs come in as far as it being customization work. Um, don't have anything behind me, but of course it's t-shirt, it's Skull Vision um, t-shirt and has That's some. Hard, bro. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> always got the fresh tea, got the upholstery, got the hat, man, got the beads. Oh, speaking yeah, of what Shout out to Morgan, man, for the beanie, man. She, like, really made this whole, like, dread stage of needing to get my hair done a whole lot better because, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's, it's covering up the roots for me right now. So, you know, shout out to Morgan for that. And um, what was the question again? Um, how was it formed and crafted? Okay. And uh 2012 like i started doing sewing when i was in high school and 2012 is when i started doing it as a business and how it came about was uh my bike wreck i was in a bike wreck in 2011 and i was just sitting there chilling and for six months like i was in this chair and i had the sewing machine because i had then the uh, seats on my bike um, before I wrecked it, like uh, literally a month before I wrecked it. Two days before I wrecked it, I had finished the, the whole complete job. So <laughs> I only oh. got the Like I had wrapped the tailing in, in, in fabric, I wrapped the seats in fabric and I wrapped the tank in fabric. So I finally had got done with the tank and the, the day I wrecked was the day I installed my speakers and everything to the uh, to the bike. And um, oh. I, you know, when I was going to work, so I was on my way to work and a car put out, of course, you know, a bike and a car, they don't really interact well. So, <laughs> so I ended up, you know, uh, mm. being hospitalized for two weeks. Then when I came out, I had, you know, massive, uh, uh, therapy and um, the recovery was bad. You know what I mean? I couldn't walk for three months. So the chair that I was sitting in for that long, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change the look of it. So the fabric that I had left over from my bike, I ended up customizing my chair and I posted on Facebook and I posted up a couple of like, I posted up the seats that I had done for my bike, posted it up on Facebook. And uh, my cousin, she hit me up and was like, my husband has a, uh, S10 seat that he wants to get done. So I'm like, oh snap, like I won't expect him to do other people's stuff, but I will. 
So once I did her, her husband's uh, S10 seats, um, I posted them and after that, the rest was an uphill climb, man. You know, it was, it was, that's how Scovision Customs was created. I want to say it was divinely important because I never thought I'd be doing upholstery. Like, if you could ask me, what will you be doing in 10 years, Sean? Upholstery was not a part of the plan. <laughs> so I know, yeah. I definitely know it was divinely appointed. I'm glad you had that shift in, in like, in your plan. Wait a minute, what God had planned for you. And it, I'm glad yeah. that it aligns with so many of people like me, people like BBM Peso, uh, Young Richie. Like, I'm glad it aligned with their, like everything worked out smoothly. Like, let's say you didn't do, I'm sorry, you're about to say something? Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, man. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you know, the whole business here um, started, but that's not, that's that's a long, that's, man, we could be talking about this 30 minutes, man. <laughs> We're gonna have to do another interview. I feel <laughs> yeah. I'm about to bring you back on. I'm like, so start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man. What was your ment? Let's circle back to the bike rep. What was your mental state after you had wrecked your bike? My mental state, I was just happy to be alive. Um, I went through every emotion that you can think of in the processes of this. Uh, when I first, the day, you know, I wrecked or whatever, I was in the hospital when I woke up, um, I would just have to be alive. And that was like the biggest motivator of life for me at that time. And like going through the processes of the wreck, you know, not being able to walk, I went through a depressed state um, because I didn't have any help. Uh, my brother lived with me, but I couldn't walk. I couldn't do nothing. I had to use crutches. I had to use, uh, like, it was like this thing that I had created myself. Like, it's crazy. They was like, you can't use crutches because my, my wrist was broke. So I was just like, you know what? Uh, you have one of them things that you use to, to use to, to put the people up, you know, like, you know, I can't really explain it. A walker? The way I explain it, like, no, it, was a, it wasn't a walker. It was like the brace that people walk, you know, and they had stilts. Yeah. Out. I said, can you add that to the crutches? And the lady was like, uh, what you mean? I was like, bring it here. So in that, in the, in, the, in my um, room, I created the contraption that, allowed me to use my crutches with a broke arm, which was funny, man. She was like, you might have to patent that, which I should have, but. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go back and patent that. That's on tap market right there, bro. Like, yeah, have business so, ideas, you're being creative. All yes, while, like everything looks glim, but you were still yeah. able to manage how to use your crutches with a broke arm and. Yeah. Yeah, so that right there inspired that. And like through the whole processes of rehabilitation, um, like I said, you know, not being able to do stuff, like I couldn't bathe, but one arm. So just learning how to do everything by myself was empowering. Uh, after I got over the depression, you know, I was like, yo, Sean, 
you can't, you know what I'm saying, expect for him to do whatever, you know what I mean? Like my brother, I can't expect him to do nothing. Um, even though I would have done differently. But at the end of the day, I just learned that I had to depend on myself. So once that happened, uh, of course, you know, happiness came um, when I was going through the rehabilitation. But then, you know, being out of work for, you know, let's say four months now. You out of work for four months. And the uh, disability check that I was getting uh, was not covering all of my bills. So, of course, a state of another state of depression came in, a state of worry, a state of, and then on top of that, like I had got a ticket right before I wrecked. So that's how I know everything was like orchestrated for that to happen because I was on I was on time for work. I get pulled for not speeding, for speeding, um, and end up being in a wreck. So I end up having to pay uh, uh, improper equipment because I don't know if the officer felt bad for giving me the ticket, but whatever, but it was no longer a speeding ticket. So I was gonna plead not guilty regardless. Um, but when they said it was improper equipment, I was like, oh, well, if it's improper equipment, it's not a speeding ticket. So I accepted it and it ended up being like 200 and something dollars and I had to pay it that day. So that right there took every bit of money that I had like extra saved. So having to pay that, it drove me into another depression. And finally, uh, in Christmas time, I wasn't gonna buy nobody gifts cause I had the money. So by that time, you know, I'm going in five months. Um, and then uh, I went through extreme joy because I was end up blessed uh, from just sacrificing everything that I had sacrificed. I went, I did a fast, I went to a fast. And after that fast, everything turned around. Financially, I got a bonus, like money was just coming in left and right. It was just so much stuff that was happening for the positive um, for the wreck after that. Then I got back to work and the rest, she was, it was history, man. You know, I've been up ever since. I thank God for allowing me to go through all that pain because it made me have to use my last dollar to not having a dollar to use, you know, and it, it really, it really, you know, and and I say I went on fast, but it was kind of like a mandatory fast. <laughs> That's understandable. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I thank God for that. God works in mysterious ways, and we fail to realize that. We really and truthfully fail to realize that he works in mysterious ways, because I can relate. I can't relate to, like, not being able to walk, but I did have a similar situation where I was going, I'm actually, I feel like I'm still in that period of anguish and pain and wow. somehow God's able to use it for the so good. good. Yeah, for the good. And I'm glad that you've gotten to the point where, forgive me, I just, it, the thought went out of my head. I'm glad you got to the point where you can honestly say it was for the better of your company. Like that was your testimony right there. Yes, it was. So what are your goals and aspirations for Scope Vision Customs? Oh, Scope Vision Customs? My goals and aspirations for Scope Vision Customs is to make money 
for my family to be able to provide, to be able to uh, not only provide for my family, but provide for my community as well. Um, as a company whole, uh, T-Bock Industries is more on the sense of helping out my community, helping out everybody that's around us that, to think differently about the world, to think about, think different about their own lives and to really want to be something. Um, like I tell everybody that, you know, wants to be a part of the T-Bock industry, um, I guess franchise, this is sort of like the Walmart for small businesses. And like, we're, we're trying to set up for a point where we can have booths for other uh, businesses that, that don't really want to take the, the big step out there to, to rent out a venue because, you know, spending $600, $700 a month on a business that you are beginning to start, mm. you are, you're coming in negative. Like, that's why I had to learn. Uh, thank God for having a, a father, you know what I'm saying, to be able to, you know, help me out as far as give me a location to start my business off. But I didn't start making money until my fifth year into this business. So, like, as far as having any type of positive, like, any type of positive. And even now, you know, like last year, we had invested so much into the company we didn't come out. We was actually in the negative by so much, but I feel like that's only given us fuel to increase for 2021. And even this year, um, with everything that we have purchased um, for the business, we're going to be in the negative, but it's for the upper good. But, you know, of course I got the job. So it's covering the, the, the upkeep of everything. So, um, you know, as far as uh, where do I see uh, Scope Vision Customs was the the purpose is definitely Scope Vision Customs is to bring income to my family and to be able to survive. I like that, man. I feel like our our visions are like aligned because I want to do the same thing. I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to provide for my children, my children's children. I want to I want to get us out of the work the nine to five era where you got to go to work just get this and get that you got to save if you want a car if you want shoes i want to get us out of that i want us to be able to have a family business and just have residual income coming in that's beautiful man you know, i hope to be an inspiration to that and you know, Bar, a lot bro. Of people ask me, like, uh, why would i quit the job that i got now to do a business that, like I said, I've only, I've been in since 2012. Mm -hmm. First five years, I never made any money from it. Um, and the last years only made, you know what I'm saying? Not a quarter, not even a 10th of what I make at my job now. Why would I quit that? Because I feel like it's a purpose. I feel like I have a purpose that is higher than working 40 hours night shift for a company that doesn't really care for my well-being. Well yeah, so, you know, I want to be able to cater to my community, cater to not only my community, but to the world, cater to, you know, helping people. And I feel like where I'm at now, I'm not mm -hmm. helping anybody but myself. And I don't want that. 
well, I don't want you to feel that way, bro. You definitely helped me. If I did, hadn't done your event back in January, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I wouldn't be doing, I really, I'd probably still be trying to play for a band somewhere, helping somebody come and just like pick me up and take me under the wing. That's not, that wasn't the purpose, bro. So you've definitely inspired me. You've inspired a lot of people out here, man. You keep doing what you're doing, bro. You're definitely on your way. I mean, it may seem like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It may seem like you're not making any money right now, but that's because God's preparing you for something greater. I believe that as well, man. I believe I'm, I'm selling for what I'm making now. And he has a million dollar blessing for me. Yes, sir. Out there, man. You know, everybody's, they they say everybody's idea is a million dollar idea until you apply it. You know what I mean? You gotta imply the idea and make it an action. Everybody has a million dollar idea until you turn into a million dollar action. So my next step is turning into a million dollar action. So, and if I make a million dollars, everybody done made a million dollars. Right, I can't wait to get my million dollars, shoot. Yeah, everybody like I'm. I'm like I want. I want to see. Well, I ain't gonna say everybody because I'm at the point where some people only crab. They only want to grab and then pull you down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like God's gonna point the people that deserve a chance for this million dollars. Um. So you know, I'm. I'm like they. They call it a Michael. Michael Jordan mentality. Um. You only give to those who deserve or who who prove. And I feel like God's going to prove those to be, you know, a fit, you know, in my life. So I definitely want to be a blessing to them. You've definitely been a blessing to me, bro. And I just want to say thank you, bro. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. I mean, you've been a blessing to me, man. Like I told you. <laughs> it's all love, it's man. man. All love. It's mad, it's, mad, it's mad inspiring to see somebody with drive. And, you know, I ain't going to lie, like, with the whole uh, the internet uh, radio, you know, my interactions with um, the, the company that you work for wasn't as positive. So to see you all and Brother Lamont, uh, as well, to see you all interacting with them, it really showed me uh, a higher level to, you know, forgive and to really understand the purpose of everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, your TV show, your your radio show, the first time I actually listened to the radio station after, you know what I'm saying, everything that had happened. So uh, it opened up the doors to me listening to Lamont's program. So, you know, I really appreciate that as far as, you know, having that, I guess, that gap bridging um, for, for that as well. Cause you know, um, I guess my interpretation with them was different from what I thought it was gonna be. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, so I, can... I do, I do. I'm sorry, Roy. I said, I do appreciate that, man. Oh, of course. Anytime, man. Like, I'm not going to say every interaction I've had with them has been the best. Like, it's been an uphill battle since the start. But, you know, what's meant for what what they, what the devil meant for evil, God's going to turn it to good. So that was a prime example right there. Like, your interaction wasn't the best, but 
you know, seeing me in Lamont and it made that connection for you and to see us moving in a positive direction with it. Like it's like, I, I just, all I have to do is look around and I just get that, that relief, you know, that's, yeah. that's God's doing right there. Yes. Well, I'm not going to hold you up. I know you got some stuff you got to take care of. Yeah, so, man, it's been a pleasure, man. I, I appreciate you taking the time out um, of your busy Saturday, you know what I mean, to have this meeting with us and, you know, just continue doing what you're doing, man. Continue, continue striving, man. Continue investing in yourself because this is going to pay off, man. Thank you, bro. I don't know why I get speechless when I'm like talking to other people, but like when I'm by myself, I can just talk and talk and talk for hours. But I really appreciate everything that you've done for me, bro. <laughs> you have no man, idea. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate, man. So this, this conversation has really inspired me. Like I'm about to get busy, busy, man. You know, need to get busy, busy. Uh, Got to get busy, busy, bro. Man, I'm about, I'm about to get busy, busy. Because today I'm not going to do nothing, man. So, you know, I kind of want to paint something that's, that has been on my heart to paint. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have, a, I guess, a paint party for myself. And uh, hopefully my wife should come and we'll uh, see what's going on. And if Sam don't come, uh, we'll just be having a personal paint party. So, um, we definitely come with a paint party. <laughs> Right now. So I don't want to come to a paint party. I haven't like I haven't <laughs> drawn it. When's the next one, bro? Uh there's no telling, man. You know, uh uh what we want to do, of course, is have the art fest in January again. Mm -hmm. Um so uh it'll probably be the February, um, which we do the the love and lyrics. Uh, we'll be having that again. So uh, is that like the poetry stuff? Yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. I do a little poetry and um, everything and combined. And the art social that's pretty much what that is is poetry and light performances. You know, it's it's not nothing that like a open mic or nothing. There's when I posted flyer, like it was like four or five artists. It was like, oh, I won't be down for the 21st. And I'm like, uh, it's not that type of event, mm -hmm. but I mean, you can come perform. But it has to be about family and how it matters. And, you know, I left me on red. <laughs> It'd be like that, man. Like, people be warning you for this, that, and the third. And then when you tell them what it is, they're just like, mm -hmm. I just think what I want to do. Nah. Right. But it's, it's not meant for them. It's, it's meant for, yeah. you know, family or, you know, whatever the subject matter is. Like, the art culture has a different title for everything. And uh, I want this one to be about family. And, um, you know, of course, you know, what we talked about it before, nobody has RSVP, but, you know, in a couple of the other paint parties, only like two or three people RSVP, but end up being a full event. You get what I'm saying? So uh, maybe we'll have some walk-ins. And um, if not, like I said, me and my wife is gonna have an intimate uh, paint party, I guess. <laughs> That's good, bro, I mean. Need time with your wife. Yeah, man. Well, shoot, man. I appreciate you. You have a blessed mm -hmm. one and uh just hold it down, man. You too, bro. Hold it down. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. <laughs>
Why? Why? You're listening to the Mach 5 Entertainment Podcast, hosted by Don Cartagena. Tune in every week for a new episode. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.